Hey girl, God can be trusted with the ugliest parts of ourselves. Seeing those, he doesn't run away like some may. I am my full self with the best and greatest lover of my soul. This is We Got This Girl. I'm Patrice, and welcome to Saturday Devotional number six, Hannah's Prayer. Okay, so I'm super excited to be back in this space with you beautiful ladies. This is Saturday Devotional number six, honey, and we are talking about Hannah Banana Fee, five for Fanna, Hannah, honey, and her sister wife, Panana. Well, we're not talking about her too much because I don't too much like her, but <laughs> we are looking at Hannah's prayer in First Samuel chapter two. Um, I do encourage you to go back and listen to number five. <laughs> and if you don't know much about Hannah, to read First Samuel. Even if you just read First Samuel um, one chapter one through five, it just it's really amazing. And I'm so invested in this story. Like I'm about to start um, just doing like some biblical study things on it. Um, but just as a little historical background. Um, Cliff Note version. So Hannah, so there's this dude, right? Okay, his name is Elkanai. I think that's his name. I think I'm pronouncing his name correctly. But anyway, his name is Elkanai. And Elkanai got two wives. How many wives? Two. One wife is Panana. Mm-hmm. The other wife is Hannah Banana. Fee five oh Hannah. So Panana is able to have kids. Panana has a lot of kids, okay? She's fruitful in this moment, and Hannah is not. So one thing as leader of his family that Elkanah does every year is that, remember, this is Old Testament, Old Covenant. Elkanah takes his whole family from Ramah, where they live, to Shiloh, and they worship God. Remember that in this time, they are having to offer live sacrifices in, as a symbol of worship, okay, and repentance and everything else. So they take you know, every year they go and uh, they're a priest here. They actually go to a tent, to a tabernacle, and they worship God. There are priests who guide their worship to God and um, or, or act as a liaison between them and the Lord. So thank God for the blood of Jesus and the new covenant because we ain't got to do that. But so Hannah is here and uh, Hannah is praying. Hannah is praying, praying, praying to God because she is so battered and like emotionally distraught that she can't even eat like panina is you know making fun of her bullying her get on her you can't have no kids and you know how us women can be you know how us women can be especially when we you know operating out of evilness some people <laughs> as you can tell i don't like panina um but yeah, she's heavy on Hannah, heavy on Hannah. And so Hannah is in this place where she is having to give her emotions, her thoughts, her upset, her disappointments to God. Okay. 
so the scripture talks about how Hannah, you know, is in this public like tabernacle, right? But she's kind of off to the side and she's praying so much so that her lips are moving like her husband sees her lips moving, but he can't hear her and he thinks that she's drunk. So the scripture talks about how he was like, all right, cut off like mm, 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 no more. Can't drink anymore, Hannah. And Hannah was like, I hadn't had not a single thing to drink. So what you talking about? But instead, she says, I was praying. I think that's what she said. Did she say I was praying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Verse uh, chapter. Ooh, I love this. First Samuel um, 1, cha uh, chapter 1, verse 15. So, Elkanah is like, I'm sorry, Eli, the priest there. Hannah is praying. And it says in verse 12, as she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was praying in her heart and her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, how long will you keep on getting drunk? Get rid of your wine. And so Hannah says, not so, my Lord. Hannah replied, I'm a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. Do not take your servant for a wicked woman. I have been praying here out of my great anguish and grief. So Eli answered, go in peace and may the God of Israel grant you what you have asked him, asked of him. This is the, um, the NIV. She said, may your servant find favor in your eyes. Then she went her way and ate something and her face was no longer downcast. So. What's amazing about Hannah is that you remember last week we talked about the secret place um, or excuse me last week. That's what I want to point out about last week. But last week we talked about Psalm 139. And one of the amazing things is that God, the scripture says that God saw our unformed body made in the secret place. From the first devotion, the Holy Spirit has been pointing those two words out to us. Secret place, secret place, secret place. There is something special and transformative spiritually about going and creating, establishing a secret place with you and God. Um, the scripture in Psalm 139 tells us that there is a secret place already established because apparently God was there. We were there. Our bodies were unformed. God was there overseeing everything. So in this part where first Samuel and it talks about Hannah, how it says that when Hannah talks to Eli, because Eli thinks she drunk and Hannah says, I'm a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. Soul being her will, her mind, her emotions. She doesn't go into what she prayed about. Which tells me that this is intimate. Hannah's like, this is between me and God. There was something that happened with Hannah in that place. So much so that before she goes in, she's deeply troubled. And when she leaves out, now she's able to eat and she no longer looks depressed or downcast as the scripture says. So today I want us to read chapter two. 
And this is after Hannah has her son. Okay, so God has blessed her with her son, Samuel. And Hannah has told the Lord, when you give me him, I will give him right back to you. At this point, Hannah does not know that she is going to have several different kids. Hannah has one child and she says, you give me this one child. I give him right back to you, God, because he will live here in Shiloh at the at the tent and the priest will raise him and he will serve the Lord. So after Hannah dedicates her son, because her thing was after her son um, is on solid food for, um, you know, on solid food, she will take him back. And so first Samuel chapter two, verse one, my heart rejoices in the Lord In the Lord, my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies for I delight in your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Do not keep talking so proudly or let your mouth speak such arrogance. For the Lord is a God who knows and by him deeds are weighed. The bows of the warriors are broken, but those who stumbled are armed with strength. Those who were full hire themselves out for food, but those who were hungry, hunger no more. She who was barren has borne seven children, but she who's had many sons pines away. The Lord brings death and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and raises up. The Lord sends poverty and wealth. He humbles and he exalts. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He seats them with princes and has them inherit a throne of honor. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's. Upon them he has set the world. He will guard the feet of his saints, but the wicked will be silenced in darkness. It is not by strength that one prevails. Those who oppose the Lord will be shattered. He will thunder against them from heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. What's amazing about this prayer that Hannah prays is that I see the Holy Spirit is helping me to see a woman who now understands something deeper about God. In verse um, nine, when Hannah said, it is not by strength that one prevails. When Hannah gave, when she poured out her soul to the Lord and only to the Lord, the scripture doesn't talk about her telling Eli what she prayed about. So I'm assuming that she didn't. But when she pours out this intimacy and she lets God see this ugly part of her. She's not eating. She looks bad. She feels bad. Emotionally, she's distraught. When she gives all of that to God and Hannah sees that there's no matter, no matter how hard I try on my own, I am not able to give myself a child. This prayer 
shows that Hannah has gone deeper with God in a way that she knows that God is her only provider. It is not by her own strength that she can do anything and provide for herself. And in this hustle society where we have to hustle hard, right? We have to hustle and we think that we have to labor and spend, or at least I do. And God will literally place us in a position where we can't provide for ourselves. I was recently just in that position. I'm in the learning process of that right now. I needed tires for my car. And if you know, for tires, baby, you looking at a lot of money, lot of money. And so I'm thinking in my mind, um, okay, well, I'm just going to go out here and DoorDash. I'm, a, I'm on spring break. You know, I'm a DoorDash every day. Try to get me $100 a day. I had the tires by Thursday. I mean, I had a plan. You would not believe when I tell you my DoorDash account had been deactivated. I'm calling the DoorDash people. They're like, yeah, there's a number um, that your number has been used before and we can't. Da, 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 da. So you're just going to have to change your number. I'm like, um, that's not a resolution. <laughs> like, That's not a resolve. Like. I have to change my number. They're like, yeah, you have to change your number in order to DoorDash with us. So me thinking I know everything, you know, I'm able to provide by my own strength. Right. I said, "Okay, I can just get a Google voice number and then go out and DoorDash. Okay, whatever. (laughs) You're not going to stop me. Literally, this is what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm going to go out here and get this money. DoorDash is like, oh, yeah, we don't recognize this number as a real number. So scratched out can't provide for myself in that way. I was going to go out here and literally hustle hard. Can't do it. Then I work, I just started, you know, this part-time job where I'm serving at this fine dining and I'm like, Ooh, I can get tips. I'm gonna get tips. I'm gonna pick up extra shifts. I'm gonna get tips. I pick up an extra shift. No tips that night. No tips. None. Next night, no tips. And I'm like, am I tripping? Am I providing bad service? Am I doing something wrong? Is something not right? And the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit was so like, oh, it was just clear. It was evident. You can't provide for yourself. Yesterday, I went to the dealership. I got all four tires and it was not because I labored and spun. It was not because I hustled hard. It was because God is my provider. And I told the Lord, I went into my secret place and I told him, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't know where it's going to come from. God, you're going to have to do this for me because my tires are bald. (laughs) I'm being funny, but I'm so serious. And before in the relationship that I thought that I had with God is that I would never go and pray about some tires. How prideful, right? I would never go and pray about tires because I'd just be like, oh, that's small. I can do that myself. No. God will literally place us in a position where we can't do anything for ourselves, but sit there and trust him and wait for him. To be who he is. 
I started getting cash apps. And God provided for me through people. And I went and I bought my tires and the rest is history. When Hannah prayed this prayer and she said, it is not by strength that one prevails. There's an understanding that she now has because of her intimacy with God, because of her secret place that she created just between he and her, because God saw the ugliest parts of her. And she was so honest with him that now she understands this part about God, that he's my provider. And every single encounter after this is going to be different because now Hannah understands who God is to her personally in all things. And so now as we go into our secret place, give him everything, not some things, not a few things. No, give him everything. Give him your soul. Because he is the best lover of it. We thank you, Lord, for such an amazing, for you being such an amazing father. There's no one like you. You love us. You provide for us. You care for us. Not because we do for you. We don't have to do anything. You don't need us to do anything for you. You could do everything on this earth by yourself because you are almighty. But God, you chose us to be your children. You chose us. So we sit in the office of daughters, Lord God, thanking you for taking care of us. There's no amount of hustle. There's no amount of of laboring. That we can do on our own strength that will provide for us the way you provide for us. Lord God, we give you our emotions. We give you the emotions of not being married, of being in an unhappy marriage, of being in a bad job, Lord God, of being sad, of being uh, depressed, of being anxious, Lord God, of not being able to gain weight, not being able to lose weight, not being able, anything that it is, God, we give it to you. We give it to you in our secret places that we've established with you. And we allow you to see all of the things that we sometimes may not even show to ourselves. We trust you with us. We trust you with ourselves, with our soul. And we know that you will love us so delicately and so amazingly. We thank you, Father, for everything that you are doing in the lives of the women that are listening to this podcast. And we pray, Lord God, and uh, declare that this week will be a week that we trust you in all things, that we give it to you, the test. Everything, we give it to you. We love you, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Bye, girl. I'll see you next week for Saturday Devotional number seven. I don't know. Something's going to be special about number seven because seven is the number of completion, honey. So I just think something special going to be something special. I'm excited. But I'll see you next week. Bye.